Happy holidays, maggots. Buy yourself something awful. I mean, rad. In the stupid store at radradio.com. We got this uh, email, R-A-D at radradio.com. It's from Chris. Hey, Chris. Follow up to the Dr. Rob letter from the dude who says, I've got this bar, and, and the bartender, she's flirting with me, and she's not flirting with other dudes. And, and But she mentioned she has a boyfriend. I can't do that because I was cheated on in my marriage, but uh, I don't want to miss out on a great thing. And, and we gave it a lot of different perspectives, but Kyle brought up, having been in the industry, dude, it could be that she's just playing the game. And you're, you're a regular, and you, you tip well. And, and so I told the story of, of strippers are the same way. <laughs> Yeah. But the, the conundrum there is there are sometimes legitimately connections that are made with bartenders and customers. There are sometimes legitimately strippers that are willing to just have sex with you or date you. And it, it sometimes you don't really know. And so and, and Chris and I alluded to a, a few times that after my first experience when I was 21 of calling the strip club, is Kristen there? <laughs> like an idiot. Well, then later I realized, oh, wait, this girl's really going to take me out in the alley and have sex with me. Okay, so that happens too. So uh, Chris wrote in and says, I had two occasions where I was successful with strippers. I was at a strip club in my 20s. I was getting dances from a stripper for a while. I said I had to leave. She handed me a napkin with her real name and number. I thought it was fake, but I called her the next day anyways, and it was really her, and we just started hooking up. Wow. Uh, the second, I was at a party. There was a girl there, super attractive. Everyone was hitting on her all night. Turns out she was a stripper. I ignored her. She approached me, handed me her number, and we dated for a few months. So, yes, it can happen. Yes, it can. And, sure. But, but you can also spend tons and tons of money on something that's never going to happen, and they're yeah. just playing you. So you have to decide what's <laughs> worth it, I guess. Tremble, trouble. Tremble, trouble, 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 she told me she was going through medical school. Always. Or to be a veterinarian. We have a uh, free 30-day membership to Rad TV at members.radradio.com, and you'll be qualified for the two grand prize drawings. One of the two, rather. You'll choose which one. Either the second row courtside seats to the Sacramento Kings game on February 7th, or the giant party for up to 50 people at Coconut Bowl at Wild Island and Sparks valued at $2,000. Caller 18. Hello, Amanda. Good morning. Good morning. You will guess first. If you know the song title, you will win. If not, we will go to Christy. Hi. Hi. Who's backing up? And uh, Kevin, you're caller 20. What's up? What's up? We are looking for a holiday rock and roll song. Wow, we're really making this one tough today. What is the title of this holiday song? Amanda, do you know? Is that Blue Christmas? It is, yes. I guess uh, the only quandary there might be, is it just called Blue Christmas, which it is, or is it called I'll Have a Blue Christmas? I'll have, I'll have a blue Christmas without you. I'll be so blue just thinking about you. I see that is one of the few Elvis songs I love. Agreed. I, I love I, I'm, that. So, song. I'm I'm like genuinely happy you found one to love. Yeah. No. I mean, I I'm like I you know? really really enjoy that. Because I song. mean that's hard to do. 
Brandon, are you as is it true? Are you the same that you don't like any other Elvis uh, for the most part? Well, I I don't. I'm indifferent to Elvis. Okay. I never really was a huge fan, but I just recently watched the the newer movie uh, with Tom Hanks and the the guy who played Elvis mm. really really well. Um, and I, I don't know if it was the movie or what, but the music in that movie made me enjoy Elvis a little bit more. Did, um, but so I'm I'm more or less indifferent. Did they go over what a thief he was of other people's music? <laughs> Did they cover that? No, they they didn't talk about how much his manager was a thief. Yeah, yeah, on, uh, not Uncle Tom. Doctor, no, uh, Colonel Tom. Colonel Tom. Colonel yeah, Tom. yeah. No, it's a very seedy story. But no, it was it was not meant to tell well, that I'm part. I'm sure of not. Life. Why would they do that? Others have. They not everybody has to. You, you know, you you don't have to let your hatred of things soil everything all the time. I'm really just having fun. Uh, we have uh, another chance for you to win a membership and get qualified <laughs> for the grand prize drawings. We'll play the pressure cooker at 9 a.m. A couple of follow-ups to Squid Games: The Challenge, not Squid Games. The second season will be out uh, late next year, 2024. But there's Squid Games: The Challenge, which is the reality contest uh, that's uh, tonight is the finale, and Alberto wrote in. Hola. Brandon's part Mexican. Must have tuned in late while we were talking about it. It says, I'm not sure if you guys uh, went over since I just started listening live this morning, but is anyone else having trouble playing the last episode of the Squim Game, The Challenge? It says available December 6th. That's today. Uh. I've been trying to watch it since midnight, and no luck. Me and you both, pal. <laughs> 1.30 a.m. on my sofa going, what, what, what? And then I had to go to Google go, nope, we're not releasing it until 6 p.m. Pacific time. It's just so rude. Uh, this email from Greg Agree says, I cannot stand this reversion back to cable days. No, exactly. Netflix. Exactly. Blank you, damn it. Stop uh. food, spoon feeding and doing primetime releases, you dumb sons of bitches. Rant over. <laughs> I, I agree. It, I, I, look, I, and I, and I, I, you know, I very often will defend the business side of things, but we've had this discussion before. I do not appreciate nor understand the business side of this and Paramount Plus, which is really notorious for this, where they will give you maybe, depends, maybe two or four new episodes of, say, Mayor of Kingstown, uh-huh. and then one new one every week. No. I am paying for your specialty streaming service. Give it all to me at once. I'll decide whether or not I watch it all at once or weekly or on my own terms. I, I don't see the appeal. That what What is the specialty I'm getting by subscribing to your stupid streaming service, you dummies? So the one that is really annoying Ugh. that combines what they're doing with the squid one, not releasing it until, you know, 6 p.m. Tonight. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh how they'll release a few, and they, I, I've seen this on Hulu, I've seen this on Netflix, I've seen it on Paramount Plus, I've seen it on not with all the shows, just some. I don't know how they decide it. Where, yes, here's a few, now we're taking away, and then each week, it will not be on until, uh, released yeah. until a certain time. Awful. Awful. And it, listen, the morning show on the on Apple TV, which was meh on the third season, God bless them, though. Every season, they've had three seasons now. It's supposed to come out, I'm trying to remember here, maybe a Thursday or maybe it's Wednesday, but you'll have it. You'll have it super early in that morning or even late the night before. Well, this Thank is this you. is the problem. This is the problem. Netflix is Ugh. the OG. They were the first. They, they are the streaming behemoth. They set the precedent. 
It used to be just Tuesdays. Now they're picking other days. That's fine. But at midnight, you got everything. Yeah. Now they're being sucked down into the other streaming services. Oh. Uh, uh, thing because with Squid Game's challenge, they gave us five episodes. Then a week later, they give us four. And then a week later, tonight, they'll give us the, f- the finale. That, that is not okay. To that guy's point of us going back to network TV, mm. they've done this with The Crown on Netflix. Mm. Oh, here's the first however many of this last season. And then we're going to wait, not till next year, it's in a few weeks. I think it's coming up that we're getting the others. Oh, Why yeah. did you even take that time off? Yeah, no, that, see that, that oh, that's, that's nonsensical so because they weren't they didn't like like look, it's one thing if they give you six episodes in February and then six episodes in November. Well, they're refilming. Your scenario, no. They they have them all done. Exactly. <laughs> and and yes, yes. These are real problems but, but in America. What were they taking that network TV break? No. Speaking of real problems in America, uh, we got an email from Sean. Hey, Sean. Uh, I did warn you yesterday that if you wanted to remind yourself uh, of of how awful things are going to be for the next 11 months, yesterday was 11 months to the day until the presidential election. Uh. All indications are, as of right now, it will be a rematch between former President Trump and current President Biden, Jesus. something three out of four Americans don't want. No, God, the world doesn't need that. And as I pointed out yesterday, you can you can turn on your TV anytime or your streaming service to CNN, Fox News, whatever, and you can see our dilapidated current president making a fool out of himself, like yesterday, when out of nowhere he says, yeah, if Trump wasn't running, I probably wouldn't run. In other words, the only uh-huh. reason you're running for president is because you're the only guy that's beaten Donald Trump. A moment of senility, yet again. But then you had a nice moment last night where you could uh, be reminded by his competitor, Donald Trump, who was doing a town hall with uh, Sean Hannity on Fox News for an hour and a half. No, I didn't watch one minute of it. I'm not ready for this crap. But Sean wrote in and gave us his review. (laughs) He simply says, I really have never been more puzzled or to some degree embarrassed by the state of our nation's politics. We have a bumbling, senile fossil on one side. (laughs) That would be Biden. (laughs) And a ranting tyrant on the other side. That would be Trump. Why can't someone new rise up on either side and provide a viable alternative? I just want to click my heels and disappear for the next four years. As I've said, I genuinely believe if there's ever going to be an election where there is a viable third-party candidate, this is the year. If the Republicans insist on nominating Trump, and if the Democrats insist on keeping Biden or if Biden insists on staying running, this is the one time where a third party and, and it, it may be many other parties. We may w- wind up in like a I, I don't know how many people know this analogy, an Israel or Great Britain scenario where we have five viable candidacies and it comes down to a plurality in the Electoral College of who wins and will enough of them even get enough votes in the Electoral College. That's a whole other conversation for when we get closer. Because there are, there are many prominent politicians. Uh, Joe Manchin, a Democrat from West Virginia. Liz Cheney, Dick Cheney's daughter, uh, uh, a Republican, who, who are saying we're not okay with Biden or Trump and, and we're going to run or we're considering running. Hell, that might be your ticket for the third party, a Manchin-Cheney ticket. And, and enough Americans go, you know what? They're better than Biden or Trump. Who knows? Yeah. There are already other people out there, RFK Jr. Um, and, and others that are, are, are running as independents or in other ways that are getting traction because America is so, has such a foul taste in their mouth over Biden and, and Trump. And, and so if Trump wasn't enough for you last night, the uh, Republican debate without Trump is tonight. Oh. You can get more more taste of it tonight if you want. So, like I've heard my whole life, you know, things are cyclical. 
we always swing one way and the other way, and then we come back, and we just always come back, and, like, I, I don't know, like, we can come back from any of this, like, if it proceeds with one of them. I don't even know how we come back from that. Like, four more years of Biden? Terrifying. Another four years with Trump? Terrifying. Like, uh, uh, I, I don't even know what the world would look like. And I think a lot of people are actually using that as the as the, the mantra for why a viable third party is needed this year is because we need something different in 2024. We can't make it till 2028. There's a lot of belief of that. So when you're saying we need a viable third party candidate i really like hearing that but i'm also scared that america's not even gonna even uh pick it because i feel everybody only feels that their only options are trump and biden mm -hmm. and everybody's too afraid to move positions it's all it's uh, like everything else right it will all come down to money a, a viable third-party candidacy that would have a legitimate shot would have to be so well funded that it could penetrate into americans brains and make americans who don't even pay attention to this until labor day of 2024 go oh he or she can be president instead of one of these two. It's a it's a very heavy lift. Don't get me wrong. I've spent two decades making fun of third party candidacies. This is the only time I see a window if they truly do put Biden versus Trump. And it's still a heavy lift because I pay barely basically no attention to any of this. It, it surprises me every time when you bring up that there are people that will support Biden and, and, and then that there are people that will still support Trump because I mean, in my family and even friends, I have been surrounded with people that love loved Trump. I mean, Trump was God to them. No joke. And and they loved the things he did for the economy. And, and from what I've heard, it's it absolutely it sounds like he did amazing things. But the, it, all the other stuff is just so bad. Like it, it's it's for them. It's we're past that and it's moved to a next level. So when you say that there's still these people, it's it. it I, I don't know. I don't know what the word is for me because the people you're describing that still support him are what the people I know used to be. Well, the, like, I mean, the, no one could do like Trump was the end all be all for them. As the observer, I, I would clarify there are there the there are radical Trump supporters. It's a cult of personality. He is the greatest thing ever. Greatest politician ever. And they they will go down with the ship with him and they don't believe anything about anything January 6th or anything otherwise. No one supports President Biden. Okay. They just don't want Trump to be the president, and they see that as the alternative. How about something happier like the holiday pile? Yay! Until Christmas morning. Oh my gosh! Ho ho ho! Oh my gosh! Yes, you are. Twenty-six days until the aforementioned year of 2024 begins. Uh... Yesterday, we found out that we are getting closer and closer to dawn, turning of all things 54 years old. I, 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 I've been old, but I think that officially makes me old. We are 124 <laughs> days away from Brandon turning 37. Uh -oh. Oh my God! No, you're wait, up? 38. 38, I think. Yeah, I think. Right? I don't Either remember one, how old I am. You're a puppy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wait, what year were you born? 86, 86 or 86? Yeah, so 38. Yep. Yes, be yeah. yep, because my niece Sarah oh, was born in 85 a year before oh, you, my so God. that's how I keep track of that. <laughs> you're so close to 40. See, 37, you're not close to 40. No, no, right. no, you're not. But 38, I mean, you're just a tick and a tick. But mm -hmm. listen, I'm going to be 54, and I'm here to tell you, you're a puppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Third, late Since 30s puppies. He, he gets to work with you every day. He's like, yeah, I'm not buying it. 
the site CandyStore.com has released its annual list of the most hated holiday candies. Oh, oh all right. Uh, this is based on uh, is this based on a poll? I don't know. They put out the list every year. Oh, that's easy. Uh, okay, sure. Peeps, because they come every season. Yeah, they finish fifth. Oh, that's fifth. amazing. Uh, because you know, maybe it's because they do have them for every year. Because they used to be Easter only, and now they are. There are there are. Pe- I don't know if that's why it's fifth. Okay. But they finish fifth on the on the most hated list. Uh, the but but now so like whenever we do this list around Halloween, you always get the love hate relationship with candy corn. Oh, right. Yeah. People yeah. either love it or hate it. Even. Our beloved Brandon hated candy corn for so long. I love it now. Must be an old person thing. Oh, the taste buds do do start changing. He's getting closer to 40. You like the candy corn. (laughs) The number one most hated Christmas candy this year is reindeer corn, which is regular candy corn, except it's uh, red, green, and white instead of orange, yellow, white. But is it flavored any differently? No, no, it tastes just like candy corn. I hate it. Because people either love or hate candy corn, and they found enough people that hate candy corn in the survey. Do you know, here's the thing. I do enjoy candy corn but i don't want it at christmas to me it's a it's a halloween thing period. which i would suggest period. is it's a traditional thing of the way we grew up yes yeah. it is it is for halloween it is not for christmas no. if i were to see these reindeer ones i would probably get annoyed like why are you but, here why are you here in the candy section why did you do this to reindeers i'm pretty sure though you would also say that's not going to be your answer is the most hated no. it's like indifference it's like well we didn't need that like peeps right? i would like to see them make it reindeer droppings though make it a little brown little tic tac shaped ones little pellets yeah. Yeah. yeah that might make it more intriguing what's more people more, might want it what's more appetizing to think you're putting uh, animal feces in your mouth yeah, yeah. Good, good idea uh, second most hated. Okay, let's see if you guys remember this. It, it, the, the Christmas nougat. So it's chewy, and, and it's white, and it's got the red thing oh, in the middle, yeah. and it's minty, right? It, oh. it, so it's, it, you, right, you remember that, right? Yes, it's yeah. disgusting. I don't know what yeah. this is. Okay. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, I feel like if you saw it, you'd know it. Christmas nougat. But because it doesn't have like a brand name of any kind, but it's just, it's, it's just white and chewy and, and minty. It, Every old home had oh, it. Oh, so there's like a Christmas tree like in the middle oh, of it. Oh, they're putting a tree in it now? Yeah. It used to just be like a red dot. They're like little toffee things, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah it's. Uh, but eh. they don't taste good. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate them. They're... For me, they're always hard. They're oh. supposed to be soft. Like they're hard at first and then they get soft. That's because people the right thing? don't buy them. Yes, you are. <laughs> and so they sit on the shelves and then they're put back out. And, and and eventually they they crunch instead of chew well, when you bite into them. Okay, this is confusing because it looks like some uh, saltwater taffy that yes. I've seen before that tastes really good. Yes, mm-hmm. that, that's right. They're, they they they're are going a liar. for that. That's right, and yes. it's not. Oh. It's not. It and is you're not. highly disappointed. No. Um, third on the most hated Christmas candy list, they are always in the top five. They were number one two years ago. Most hated cherry cordials. No, oh, I can't stand uh, those. Yeah, they don't, the they, chocolate ones. Ugh. Right? They are they they're chocolate yeah, yeah, chocolate the covered cherry. cherry. Yeah, yeah. With oh, the cherry oh. juice in it. Yeah, don't need it. Disgusting. No, no, it's no, no, no. no. I only like like cherry. I don't know what the name, like well, cherry flavoring is. Cher- you cherry don't want cherries. Good, but cherries like um, what are they called? Hello, not the maraschino ones. I hate those. Just regular cherries you'd get. Well, that's a fruit, though. That's not a candy. Yeah, right. No, I know. I'm just saying. It made me think all that. That was It just took me awful. down that road. And why, I checked... why, why did we have to go down that road? I was just going to say. I don't know, but you did. Uh, fourth most hated Christmas candy, all candy canes that aren't peppermint. 
Because you know we had we were just talking about it earlier this week. They have all these flavored candy canes. I like candy. the flavored yeah. ones. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Same. The Jelly Belly ones, the hot tamale ones. Oh my gosh. Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And then we already said holiday peeps are the fifth most hated. Uh, <gasps> something called ribbon candy, hard shaped. Oh. Candy like a hard candy shaped like a ribbon. Yeah. Doesn't yep. say that what the flavor is. Well, don't they look like they're they could be like candy cane flavor or like that, but they're they're not. I don't know what they are. Uh, seventh most hated the <laughs> the old fashioned hard candy mix, right? That you find in the bowl with, with like different shapes. Your grandma always had it. They had like oh. the little oblong. Uh, mints and and other flavors that are just, just it comes in a bag. A hard candy person. Is that the one the mix that comes with the strawberry flavored candy that has like the strawberry goo oh, inside yeah. the hard shell? Is it? I love <laughs> those. Just yeah. those though. Yes. Not the not oh. all the others. Yeah, what those are, the, are so. Okay. Good. I feel like those are so medical because they used to be in like a lot of doctors' offices. <laughs> <laughs> You know those. Uh, this isn't. This didn't make the list. But you know those. Uh, they're they're smaller than like ping pong sized balls, and they're peppermint flavored, and they they come individually wrapped. They're basically candy cane balls or whatever. Oh. But so they're big breath mints, but they're for Christmas. So they've got the red stripe around them. Yeah. Okay. My, oh, are they, are they kind of like? Um, are they? They're not. Totally hard. Right. They're kind of soft. But they oh, are yeah. hard. And you could chew through them. Yes. And they kind of break apart really yeah. easily. Yeah. I like those. My, yeah. my, my, well, then, Brandon, you, you should, I tell you what, I'll, I'll make you a, a deal here. <laughs> I got to get my, I got to pick up my dry cleaning today. Mm-hmm. You can do it for me because they've had the bowl of those candies out since last Christmas. Those are it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sweet stripes. Yeah. They have, they have, they have, been, they used to have Laffy or they used to have a, a, a saltwater taffy, which mm-hmm. I loved. Yeah. But last Christmas they sw- they switched over to the sweet stripe balls mm-hmm. and nobody wants them and they're just leaving them out. I can only oh, imagine how hard they are God. at this point. <laughs> so that's a no on my dry cleaning then? Am I picking up your dry cleaning? Is that what you're trying to get me to do? So that you get the, oh, the free mints. Yeah, I really appreciate the offer, but okay. nothing. All right, I'll just grab you some mints. Thank you. Yeah, there okay. you go. <laughs> um, all right, rounding out the most hated Christmas uh, candies this year Lifesavers Storybooks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Remember? my grandma always got these. We uh, got these as kids in the m- 80s. It was like a stocking stuffer yeah. or so a gift. The package opens like a book. Yes. That's, it's stupid. Uh, uh, oh, this should be higher. Ninth most hated, the chocolate oranges. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah, just what we all want. Chocolate yeah. and citrus no. at Christmas. No. Um, and then rounding uh, out the top 10 most hated, the highly maligned peppermint bark. I like peppermint bark. Me too. I don't mind it now. I mean, limited quantities. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't need it in the Costco-sized box. No. But... Yeah, I like it when it's homemade. I don't know if I've seen it packaged in stores, though. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, the warehouse stores. That's the oh, problem. Yeah. Oh, like the yeah. big one. Okay, okay. Uh, Andrea wrote in and said, I used to live with my grandmother who loved those cherry cordials for Christmas. Ugh. I can't stand cherry cordials. However, she used to freeze them, and that made them so much better. Ooh, okay. I can see that. I, I have yet to even try them, but do you guys think it's a, a visual thing? Like the runniness of the cherry juice just kind of turns people off, or is it the taste of the juice inside yeah, actually kind of gross? I think it's like it's the fact that it tastes like Robitussin. Yeah. Oh, yes, it's medicine-y. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameron says, I once got a little reindeer toy that came with mini brown M&Ms. You filled the reindeer, you pushed it down, and it would, in fact, doo-doo out a brown M&M. <laughs> That's great. Okay. All right. That's great. Next up in the holiday pile, 
still people that are watching, attempting to watch, or checking out uh, various new Christmas movies like Best Christmas Ever. Oh, don't do it. On Netflix, the second most streamed thing on Netflix behind, is it Leo the Lizard uh, Show? Yep. Uh, but uh, And people are watching the whole thing through, and it gets horrible reviews, horrible oh. ratings. It's awful. It, it is uh, so Kyle bad. and Dawn and I have subjected ourselves to it. Brandon saved himself. Yeah, he uh, really did. He, uh, mm-hmm. he refused, based his, on Dawn's review. His life was extended, and ours was not. Uh, it's Heather Graham, Brandy Norwood, <laughs> Jason Biggs. It's an awful story of two friends reconnecting. It's it's terrible, and, and, uh, it, it, it's, and it's unbelievable, and it makes no sense. L- listen, Ugh. terrible and awful do not no. do it justice. I, 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 like, vomit. Like, number two, the runny stuff. The, the acting is terrible. <laughs> the, the kids' acting is terrible. It's just, uh, uh, Robert says, no way. I barely made it past the preview. Hell no. I am not going to put myself through that kind of punishment. F that movie. Good, Good for you. For you. Right. Uh, one of our many Kyle says, what the actual F did I just watch and waste my time on? Yes, you did. As oh. I type this, I'm 30 minutes into this oh. hot and steamy pile of crap movie that is the best Christmas ever. Oh. This bitch of a horrible actor jumps off of a balcony and then all of a sudden... The movie cuts to a play where the daughter demon child is waving her arms around like a special monkey. That's exactly how it happens. That's exactly it. That's not exaggeration. My soul is rotting away and will check back in after the end of the movie if I make it without jumping into oncoming traffic. I'm questioning my life decisions as this kid with his monkey can hopefully get punted across a football field. Oh, God. The same Kyle wrote in 40 minutes later. Oh, goodness. And said, I can barely formulate complete sentences of how horrendously, putridly awful this movie, Best Christmas Ever, is. This might be the first time in my 25 years on this earth that I have truly felt like my life was wasted and couldn't even do anything else to occupy my time better. Oh, God. I could leave the room and come back and feel like I started a completely different movie. Yes, that is how watching it is. Oh, God, you got to shake it off. Then you're going to tell me that this whore of a mom should have more rings than Tom Brady with her target practice when she hits her son with that stuffed monkey from a sleigh that somehow is still lit in the air from a solar hot air balloon that still has fire. I covered this scene yesterday. He's got it all right. A decorative sleigh, life-size sleigh, that was plugged into electricity on the top of the house remains lit after it is hijacked by the the rope hanger, the rope ladder, of a hot air balloon that is solar-powered. And somehow, Heather Graham's character is able to drop a monkey from however many hundreds of feet in the air a hot air balloon goes uh. down into a, a, a family holiday festival right into her son's arms <laughs> as planned. Kyle goes on to say... I can't even write this email without losing my train of thought because of this movie. My mouth is still wide open from shock that I finished this first try because I had to see how bad this was. Jesus, Lord, Almighty Christ, help anyone who bears witness to this trash movie. I think it's important that we we also mention how crappy um, Heather Graham's character's gloves are because she's an engineer and she makes those gloves. Oh, yeah. And then they offer to, oh, yes. to put sports logos on it. Like, no uh, one's going to buy those ugly pieces so of crap. Okay, I'm glad you brought this up. See, because the little things that are so bad, you forget because the big things are so awful. So, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, these gloves are designed to pick up crumbs? Yeah. No, 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 no. So, no. so oh. well, I'm sorry, Kyle. I So... All right, maybe you maybe you saw something I didn't see. I took it as remember when she was eating like the Cheetos, and you'd usually get the orange all over, mm-hmm. and, and and the brandy character's like, oh yeah, it re- like it repels it, like there's no none of that mess on you and on them. 
Okay. Yeah, crumbs. Is, is that? Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. that's how I crumbs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was just like the dust from certain foods. It's fine. Don't listen. It's cool. Um, well, I, I think I was. We mm, just were saying the same thing, but not realizing mm, it. That's all. Mm, either you way. Know, tomato, tomato. Either way. Yeah. You, you first see these stupid gloves. This is the only part of the movie that has any type of. Um, uh, uh, syncing up later. Like, there's things that happen throughout this movie that they never cover, they never give you closure. You first see these gloves when they're getting the Christmas tree because uh, they're in the back of Heather Graham's uh, car and she's trying to explain to Brandy Norwood and her husband what they do and, and everybody's like, this is the stupidest idea ever. You can tell they're trying to overcompensatingly because she's not selling any of them. And then we get to Kyle's thing where later on in the movie, Brandy Norwood is saying, you know what, you got a million dollar idea if you just put logos of sports teams on it and of course i'm screaming at the tv that's not how it works you, you you can't just put the logo of an nfl team on gloves you have to pay the nfl to allow you to do that not this that is, movie is not going to work out well and the other reason it's a dumb idea is because um everyone knows you want to lick the orange dust off your fingers true why would you want to yeah. repel the orange dust of cheetahs yeah. that's a good point Alicia wrote in, making excuses for the movie, the solar on the balloon is supposed to be lighting the lights on the sled. They never explained that. They never once explained that. Somebody wrote in and asked yesterday, did they show plugging the sled into a battery pack or anything? They never explained that, so why are you, why are you assuming that? She does then go on to say that Candy Cane Lane was worse. Yeah, no. I, I don't get Look, Candy Cane uh, Lane is not a good movie, the Eddie Murphy movie, but it's not worse than, than Best Christmas Ever. It, it's not a good movie. But I don't know how it could be worse. Yeah, see, with worst Christmas, or, I'm sorry, best Christmas ever, yeah. there is no storyline. The, the, the story goes nowhere. There's no direction. What, they get snowed in? What, what, that, that's about it. Which then that melts. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah that, there's, there isn't. At least in Candy Cane Lane, you understand the premise. Eddie Murphy's trying to win the neighborhood contest to decorate his home the best, and he resorts to magic from a local shopkeeper. Everything around the plot is really awful. And I think Kyle has nailed it. It's like it's like Eddie Murphy's doing it under the guise of this is for kids and only kids are going to care about it. And it's not even really that good of a kid's movie, but I'm going to make it anyways. It's not good, but at least it does have a story you can follow. Yeah, see, I'm bummed out for that person because for them, they saw two terrible movies where at least it sounds like everyone else is saying Candy Cane Lane was eh to good right As it's not good like anybody says it's good you're you're off the island that, like good for kids no i'm mm -hmm. i kyle can say that it might kids might like it, it ain't good for point kids. being she watched this <laughs> awful movie and then in her mind she watched a movie that was even worse yeah like, right. the poor thing uh loyal maggot ben wrote in and said because of your sacrifice enduring these time destroying movies i am now well versed in which new christmas movies to avoid which appears to be all of them <laughs> seems like it since they are all confirmed crap, I am confident in my decision to stick to watching my classic holiday favorites, and I won't have any regrets in passing on these new ones. I also wanted to thank you for bringing up the new Eddie Murphy Christmas movie. That's the Candy Cane Lane one. Not because I was excited to watch it. The trailer does look like hot garbage, as Rob said, but because it reminded me of another great Eddie Murphy movie, Trading Places. I will be making it a point to watch that Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, Jamie Lee Curtis holiday classic in the very near future. Okay. Nice. It's not really a Christmas movie. I love Trading Places, but just because it takes place at Christmas time, it's not really a Christmas movie. It's like Home Alone. And everything else. I can't stop. even think of that one. That's, I mean, so it must not be, because oh, it's, it's not in our rotation at Christmas. No, it is a great movie. Uh, but it, Well, and that makes no sense, because it is no different than Home Alone, hey, Die hey, Hard, hey, and everything else. In our household, we have our Christmas rotations, and for us, that's under the Christmas rotation. So I'm just saying, if it was a Christmas movie, it might have been thought of. 
That's all I'm saying. It's not a Christmas movie, and neither is Home Alone. Well, but it is. No, it isn't. But it is. Batman Returns is. <laughs> Batman Returns is not a Christmas. Yes, it is. It's I, a superhero. Movie. I don't even know on those. On Christmas. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, it's the uh, end of the year, so we get all of these end of the year lists. Uh, the most unreliable website on the planet, Wikipedia, has put out their rundown of their top 25 searches in 2023. It still amazes me how many people will cite Wikipedia as a reliable source. A website where anyone literally can go in and change what is said about anything or anyone, and it is never fact-checked. I hate so much. I mean, that's a strong word, but I hate so much when I'm like, oh, okay, that's what that's all about. And then I notice it was from Wikipedia. I'm like, oh, gosh, dang it. I gotta go look at a different source. Yeah, you get it all the time if you just Google <laughs> oh things. Because Wikipedia is really lame behind the scenes uh, stuff. The, the way their algorithm works, they pop up very often. Uh-huh. As when you're trying to Google something about entertainment or a person or whatever, you'll get the site and you'll get the headline and you'll get the initial view. And then, yes, you, you might not even realize. Yeah. Oh, and then hopefully you do go, oh, it's Wikipedia. And I have to cross it. It's so matter of fact. And it it's is. maybe even the answer you wanted. And then you're like, yeah. damn it. So, uh, all that said, though, that, that that doesn't make this list illegitimate because we're a bunch of morons in this country and we search for Wikip- things on Wikipedia thinking it's a legitimate website. So, what were we looking for? Of course, this is worldwide. Uh, the uh, number one most searched for thing this year on Wikipedia was ChatGPT, nearly 50 million page views. We wanted to find out more. Tell me more about uh, AI. Uh, Wikipedia is really well known for this. Deaths in 2023. They keep a, the, a long list of people that have died, uh, prominent Aww. celebrities. And, and people, like, they're in um, pools online, uh, death pools, I forget what they call them, where you're predicting who's going to die next. Oh, and that's nice. So, and then, <laughs> then sometimes there's, like, the other day when Sandra Day O'Connor, the first uh, female justice uh, of uh, the Supreme Court, died. It's like, I didn't even know she was still alive already. So you go in and you search for yeah. it. Is that right? Uh, the uh, Oppenheimer movie was the fifth most searched for. The Last of Us, the non-zombie zombie film. Oh, yeah, that was good. On uh, HBO. Uh, Taylor Swift was the 12th most searched for thing on Wikipedia. Just her name? Just her name. <laughs> Just want to find out more about Taylor Swift. <laughs> Who knows if that's NFL related, tour related. Right, yeah, yeah. Having teenage daughter related. Uh, Barbie the movie. Was uh, 13th most searched for. Matthew Perry, 17th. Of course, he died this year. I want to get his book now. (laughs) Exciting. You can get his audiobook so you can hear his voice like he's still alive. I loved him. You want to get dead Matthew Perry's book, like his autobiography? Yeah, that he he wrote. Mm. Yeah, I really do. Now that he's dead. You you want to no, get? I mean, I did want to get it before, and then I forgot about it, and then his death reminded me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the only reason I haven't is because my Apple Pay wasn't hooked up to whatever source I was going to buy it through, and so I was like, ah, I'll do it later. But yeah, I, but I'm going to do it in where I it could be on my phone and I could read it that way. I don't want to actually. I'm usually a book person. But I don't know. Maybe I'll do the book. I'm going to do the book. Okay, thanks, y'all. You helped me. Sorry. That was all very interesting for everyone else. Oh, yeah. I talked uh, it through with myself. I'm having flashbacks to watching (laughs) The Best Christmas Ever on Netflix. Wondering, where is is the time in my life going while I'm listening to you work out why you want to read an autobiography of a dead addict who probably lies through the whole book? Oh, oh, man. I mean. Well, don't do that. Don't ruin it. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't point out possible factual information. Possible. Possible. Right. But this was his truth, or he's actually telling the truth. Well, and who 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 can you believe more than an addict? <laughs> this 
some turn their lives around where they are actually telling the truth. Others, story. others drown in hot tubs. Oh, you know, I mean, you know, tomato, potato, tomato, Chandler. potato. Oh, love that character. Fine, at least you got yes. that right. Love that character, Chandler. <laughs> Um, Elon Musk uh, was also uh, uh, one of the, he was the 19th most uh, searched for uh, person thing, whatever, on Wikipedia for 2023. Uh, as we mentioned um, earlier in the week, uh, this is the 20th anniversary of the movie Elf. Oh, I love Elf! Holy crap, 20 years. 20 years. Oh, Jesus dang it. Christ. Uh, no. The, uh, the fun facts. These are actual facts. These are not written by Matthew Perry. <laughs> Shut up! These... These are confirmed things from the movie Elf. You may have heard some of these before. Will Ferrell was not the first choice to play Buddy the Elf. Yeah, we do these lists all the time. Tom Selleck was supposed to be Indiana Jones. No, no. Al Pacino was supposed to be Han Solo. No, that would have never worked. Um, Will Ferrell, he's like, yeah, you're Buddy the Elf. But and usually when you hear it, you go, oh my god, that never would have worked. I always thought. It would have worked. It just would have been different if they would have gone with the first choice to play the Grinch over Jim Carrey, which was Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson could have oh, pulled that I off. I mean, it's Jack Nicholson. At that point in, in, in his career. It would have been an entirely different movie, but he could have pulled it off. This one, I think he could have pulled it off. Will Ferrell was not the first choice to play Buddy the Elf. Jim Carrey was. But he dropped out uh, because the script was written all the way back in 1993. And the script was written for Jim Carrey. Oh. But he dropped out because it took a decade. To make it, and he moved on to other things. Listen, I do love, I would say, most of Jim Carrey's movies. I'm not able to think of one off the top of my head. I don't know if he's done something serious I didn't like, whatever, but I, I am a fan of his movies, and I'm glad he didn't take the role because he would have Jim Carried it up, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. I just love the elf we got. Right. Like, I, I love this no, no. elf, you the, know? It, it, it Agreed. Jim Carrey would have pulled it off, and Elf would have been a perfectly fine holiday movie for all of us. We would have never gotten the really good version that, that Will Ferrell never, gave everybody. Yeah. yeah, and the Will Ferrell's perfect for it because he has that childlike innocence that oh he's God. able to portray, yeah. and it's 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 gold for that role. Jim Carrey, I think, would have been more ob obnoxious mm -hmm. with the Elf, and yeah. we kind of would have been a little more annoyed with the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Other facts about Elf the movie, Buddy's costume that he wears is based on the outfits that the elves wore in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, cool. I mean, if you've ever thought about it, you're an idiot that you don't know that. So it's not that you don't notice it, but if you've ever thought about it, it's like, well, duh, that's exactly where they came from. They look just like them. Buddy's 12-second burp. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Every time my husband and I burp, we always hear say, that? yep, that's what we say. Uh, that was real, but it wasn't done by Will Ferrell. It was performed by Maurice LaMarche who did the voice of the brain on Pinky and the Brain. Oh. He actually did the 12-second burp. The cotton balls that Buddy eats in the doctor's <laughs> office, those are actually undyed cotton candy. Oh, my nice. God. Oh. Uh, Buddy's fight with the fake Santa oh, man. was done in one take. So good. Because it took the art department weeks to decorate the department store, oh. and director John Favreau told them, just go nuts and wreck it. We're going to use whatever you do. Excellent. That's awesome. And oh, uh, Will Ferrell turned down $29 million to make a sequel because he said oh. at the time he was worried that it would suck and people would accuse him of doing it for the money. We all know now that is not the reason. James Caan came out and said it was because Will Ferrell hated John Favreau, the director. They never got along. They almost came to blows uh, when they were making the movie Elf. I'm glad because, no, it, it's just that we didn't need any of that. It's just Elf. 
As much as I love Elf, I don't I don't want another Elf. No, no, no. So I wish this would happen more often because now it's a timeless classic mm -hmm. piece that won't be ruined. Hopefully. Oh, it Hopefully, will. Hollywood. Oh, They'll redo it. Uh, no, 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 no. They'll no, give us a, no. a totally different elf sometime in our oh. lifetimes. We'll get a prequel or a redo oh. or another version of it. You know what'll happen. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. Anybody. And Dawn Show.